Hello, everybody. Guess what? We got listener stories. We do have a couple listener stories. Before we dive into them, though, we would like to remind anyone who has listener stories in the future to please send them to our email at crimetheoriespodcast at gmail.com. Yes. It would also be great if you could put listener stories in the subject, um, just because it's it's easier for us to find them. Sometimes we get them from all over the place and we try to look, but it's just easier if you want your spread to send it into our Gmail. Yeah. So if you send it to our Gmail, it will definitely be found. And if you send it anywhere else, I can't guarantee anything. One fun thing about today's listener stories is we do have some alien abductions. Do you want to go first? You want me to read the first one? I can go first if you want. Okay. Okay. So this post comes from slow sloth at this point i feel obligated to share my story so here it is p.s this is a bit of a long story since it chronicles my entire abduction experiences up to this point this isn't even getting into the absurd possible alien experiences that my family has witnessed regardless this post will take a while so be prepared to read okay settle in here we go p it shouldn't be pps it is it is pss oh Postscript script, I think, is what it is. I don't know. Anyway, I don't remember the exact dialogues, so I'm simply restating the dialogue the best I can remember. Mm, That makes sense. To start, my first abduction happened when I was 10, back in July of 2013. Oh, damn, that makes me feel old. Okay. (sighs) I I snuck outside to my backyard to look at the stars which I often did when I was young since space has always fascinated me, even today. That was when I saw it. Through the couple of clouds in the sky that day, I saw the bottom of a saucer with its light shining on me. Initially, I didn't remember anything after that. I woke up several hours later in my bed, just confused. But as discussed later on in the story, I was given my memories back. I can describe what this abduction entailed. Okay, I'm kind of curious when they say I was given my memories back to find out if the aliens gave it back or if... Okay, I'm going to keep reading. (laughs) The next thing I knew, I was in a rather large room, which I could assume is within the saucer itself. Here is a recreation of what the room looked like. Oh, it's a picture, so I'll have to... Maybe put that up on our Instagrams or something. Have they dropped a picture? There, there's a picture, like it's attached. I assume they found it on oh. the internet of something similar. Or maybe they created it like in a room layout plan. Oh, but they do describe it a little bit. So it says, pretty much a simple circular white room with nothing in it and a singular curve connecting the floor and ceiling. Although there was no visible light source, it seemed as though there was a light coming from the center of the floor and the ceiling. There I was on a steel table, face up and paralyzed. Four short grays surrounded me. I assume the grays are like beings. So the aliens in this story are gray. Okay. Intriguing. I wonder, I would like to know more. It just says four short grays. So they were short and gray. Did they look like... um... Okay, if you are Slow Sloth who wrote this story... Right back in, because I'm real intrigued to know more about what they look like. So four short grays surrounded me and were using strange metal tools, mostly tools that looked like small steel rods, but they had a lot of them in their hands. If you're curious about how, oh, (laughs) I have got to read before I talk. Huh, I do that. (laughs) You do do that. (laughs) I guess I'm, I talk to you too much. All right. If you're curious about how the grays looked, They looked very similar to the cover of the book Communion, 
though perhaps their eyes were rounded out a tiny bit more and their noses were a tiny bit smaller. They also had royal blue jumpsuits on. Oh, okay. So I'm looking at the book's cover right now. Um, and it is, I mean, it's a pretty traditional looking alien, except for it's gray. Okay. So the big eyes kind of long slits in the nose type of thing going on here. Okay. They moved their tools around my chest and stuck tools up my nostrils and ears. They also pointed green lasers at my eyes and stuck needles into my forehead. What? Oh, I mean, it's probably not, but it makes me think of what is the name of that? When people have like needles poked all over them? Like uh, the... um, Acupuncture. Yeah. I don't think the aliens were doing acupuncture, but that's what it makes me think of. Okay. It hurt a lot. I was hyperventilating in pain, in confusion, in fear. I felt it felt traumatic at first, but then all of that stopped when I heard it. Calm down, my, calm down, my sweet little child, rang in my mind. It was a telepathic message. Through the wall, a tall gray phased through on a floating white chair. She wore a long, long dress with mm-hmm. the same shade of royal blue as the shorter grays. No, run. <sighs> she was looking right at me. I knew the voice came from her somehow. Okay, remember, this person's also like 10 when they're telling this story. Yeah. Upon... Her saying that all the fear and pain washed away from my body, even though the tools and needles within my head were still within my head at that point, I felt calm, happy, comfortable even. It stayed like that for what felt like a couple more minutes with me happy. The woman staring at me and the four grays touching my head with tools. Eventually, though, the four grays stopped working on me. I was still paralyzed, suddenly started being lifted in the air. The bottom of the room lit up in a blinding light, and before I knew it, I was back in my backyard. Except this time, I was levitating in the air while the four grays before were nearby me. It was still nighttime when the grays walked towards my house. They opened the back door without even touching it and levitated both me and myself through the house. Soon they placed me in my bed, causing me to fall asleep. I woke up at 5 a.m. sleeping on my back in my bed while my sheets were straightened, which isn't normal at all. I normally sleep on my side and my sheets are not straightened when I wake up. Between my first and second abduction, I had nightmares, repeated nightmares. Looking Uh, back, I would too. (laughs) Yeah, I think... I mean, that's pretty traumatic. I don't think nightmares are uncommon. Repeated nightmares. Looking back, many of these nightmares depicted a distorted form of my first abduction. However, my memories were initially wiped of my first abduction, so I wasn't able to figure out the source of these strange nightmares. Oftentimes, my nightmares featured me being in a dark room, pursued by shadowy figures being entirely helpless. Okay, that's can you imagine not remembering this and then dreaming about it? And then once you figured out what it was, Mm-mm. that just makes them even scarier. Like that's somehow worse. Mm-mm. No, thanks. Everything changed when I learned how to lucid dream at 13. Being sick of nightmares, I searched for ways to get rid of nightmares. And one of those things was lucid dreaming. For whatever reason, I picked up lucid dreaming absurdly quick. I had sleep paralysis, but only twice before I learned how to lucid dream nearly consistently. Within a month, I went from having constant, uncontrollable nightmares to having pleasant, lucid dreams almost every night. Okay, that is pretty impressive to learn how to lucid dream that quickly. It was nice. Lucid dreams allowed me to look deep within myself. Not only would I have fun during my dreams, but I could ask my subconscious 
things about myself that I wouldn't have known otherwise. For unknown reasons, I also began having dreams that predicted the future. Hmm. Most often, they would depict a storm, like a tornado or thunderstorm, about three days before these storms appeared. I've also had dreams predict the bodies, but not faces, of people I would meet in the future and my relationship with them, most often friends. You know what the storm thing reminds me of, though? What? I'm... 90% 90% chance it's already raining. Oh, 90% chance, like Mean Girls, like where she grabs her yes. tits and she's like, yeah, there's a 90% chance it's already raining. Oh my gosh. I d- yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Except for this is three days before instead of in the middle. Yes. Yes. <gasps> okay. Anyway, continue. And even dreams predict rooms that I'd be in despite me never having been in said rooms. These clairvoyant dreams happened once every couple of weeks uncontrollably and would feel stronger than normal or even a lucid dream. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. It makes me think of the fact that you know when people are going to die. Yes, I do. That kind of is what it makes me think of. Sometimes. Not always. Sometimes. That and just it makes was you- it was a lot stronger when I was little, and then I was like, uh, "Nope!" Like I like shut it down. Like I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not doing this anymore." Okay, well, remember this person was only thirteen at this time. So when you were thirteen, I mean, regardless, as time went on, I improved my lucid dreaming skills more and more. Over the next few years, as I grew to ages fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, my control over my dreams became stronger and more effortless. Then came my second abduction. Oh, God. I went. I went to sleep on the night of April or May in 2019. I was 16 then. At the time, I had paper stuck in my right ear. A bit of a weird story, but I have hearing sensitivity due to my autism. And before I choose to get before I chose to get noise-canceling headphones, I would block out noise by covering my ears with crumpled paper. One of the crumpled bits got stuck into my right ear though, so oops. Yeah, the noise-canceling headphones is probably a better idea. Anyways, unlike last time where I was conscious on my trip from the craft, I simply appeared standing in a small corridor of sorts. At first, I tried to check if I was dreaming, which I do by attempting to manipulate the world, checking my hands to see if they look normal, etc. But to my surprise, it seemed as though I wasn't dreaming. Is it? I think so. I feel like somehow I feel like somehow my the story has been cut off. Yes. Okay, so apparently I lost part of the story, and now I'm going to leave everyone on a cliffhanger <gasps> unintentionally. You bastard. Slow sloth, help us out. Apparently <laughs> I lost some of your story. Where's the rest of it? What else happened? We're a cliffhanger. You left us. Not cool, dude. Not cool. So, um, slow sloth, <laughs> I'd really like to know somewhere in our context, part of some of your story got lost. What happened next? We need to know. All right, so if Slow Sloth is out there still listening, fill us in. You're back, you know, where we are. You're on the craft again. You aren't dreaming. In my brain, you now have a thing that's like from, what is the mo- Inception, how you can tell if you're in reality or not. Do you have a thing to tell? They have a word. A thing. It's nothing. Words hard. Words are hard. It's like token or something. Okay. I don't know. Clearly, I need to watch Inception again. <laughs> But anyway, in my brain, you have one of those things from Inception so that you can tell if you're real or in a dream and fill us in so we know what happened. Yeah, because you just left us. Okay, so do you want to do the next one? Yeah, I can do the next one. They want to be anonymous. They say that at the end. So just. Or is that for the first one? The next after that? No. So, okay. The one I just ended and then the next one at the very bottom. 
Is it? Oh, no, I guess you're right. It must be the next one. Okay, okay. so you can read this one. I mean, it's not their real name. I don't think that's it's just their I, name. So what is it anyway? Is it Decurse? Yep, I'm going to go with that. Okay, cool. This one's from Decurse. So uh, it says this happened in my town. A sub- suspect accused of abducting two women has been arranged on multiple kidnapping and assault-related charges. Uh, Chad Eric Bryant is charged with two counts of kidnapping, home invasion on the first degree, felony assault with intention to do bodily harm, unlawful driving, and awaiting in, in an automobile, carrying a dangerous weapon with unlaw intent and possession of methamphetamine. Awesome. An endangered missing advisory alert was issued for two women who was seen last in Sankawa Township before they were abducted and held against their will, according to Michigan State Police. Uh, the two were taken to what appears to be a vacant home located on the 300th block of West Grand River Road in Oswas. Uh, state police said the women were found Friday about 4 p.m. They were taken to a local hospital for non-threatening life injuries. Uh, police believe Bryant was armed with a knife and barricaded himself in the residence before surrendering to police. According to the um, investigation, the investigation is still ongoing, but Bryant is being held without bond and is due back in court um, on the preliminary examination on October 5th. Interesting. And that one just ends there as well. So, well, I mean, this was probably before October 5th, so their preliminary has probably Already gone. We'll have to look that one up. Yeah, we will. Okay, so can I just make a statement? I think it's, I always think it's funny how, you know, you get charged with like these big things first and then you just like keep throwing things in there. Like you're charged with a felony, intent to do bodily harm, and also carrying a dangerous weapon. Mm -hmm. Because like as though that's gonna, that's gonna be the one that really gets you. Well, who knows? Because, you know, with um, Robert Durst, he was arrested on stealing a sandwich. I guess that's true. Oh, that's another update I didn't tell in the last thing. He died. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay, since right. that was short, I can do this other one. Okay. So this person just says they want to be anonymous. So it just says, teen claims to have been abducted input from abductions appreciated so my teen developed psychic skills around the time she told me she had been abducted by aliens i wonder if any other alien abduction stories have been similar this is just a throwaway account because they're being anonymous okay um it says 15 years ago i adopted a baby girl she was born in south africa for 13 years everything was normal Uh, the story starts in 2020 when she started when her house became haunted with Okay, haunted and alien abductions? Okay. Uh, with real-type ghost stuff, like turning lights and on by themselves, volume of the TV and radio turning all up on the way all by itself, and wake up to sounds of a million pots and pans falling from the kitchen and run downstairs. There's nothing out of place. Um, she would hear it too. My husband would slip through it. He's this heavy sleeper though. And this all started to happen. My daughter suddenly became psychic. Like she could read the past things that happened um in the 80s and description of dead relatives and she could predict future events and she could read people spirits and etc okay um one bright july morning 
five months after the psychic thing started, she came to me and said that she had been abducted by aliens the night before. She said she has always been able to astral travel, but on this night while she was astral traveling, something, someone grabbed her. They did something that to her that she couldn't move, and she was brought on a ship. She was spoken in telepathically. One and grabbed her on her throat. She was scared and she wanted to get away. She said she ended up sending energy around herself to protect herself, and she woke up in bed with a perfectly round pink bruise around her neck. My child has thick skin, so um, she tumbles on sports fields, playgrounds, and she never bruises, cuts, scrapes, yes, but nothing like a bruise. And to see this bruise on her neck, a perfectly round, dark pink bruise. Then she said she had been abducted when she was seven, but had forgotten for a few months. The hauntings and psychic events happened very strongly. And suddenly it started and it would stop. And the house no longer was haunted at all. And she is still psychic, but does not like it when all these things are happening. Now she has to focus a bit. Then it came in, then it would come in. But then she's not reading my mind on the fly like she used to anymore, despite everything written here. She's a normal kid, good student, good athlete, has friends, normal teen. Does this phenomenon sound familiar to any other abductees? Sorry, it was long. Thanks for reading. Okay, can I just say how terrifying I would be if I found out my seven-year-old was like being abducted yeah like comes to you and is just like hey i mean back in our, abducted. it's creepy enough to me that like from our last house we lived in i mean jude said some really weird things and he was obviously pretty little back then what kind of stuff did he say he would say things about like the old woman who watched him while he slept and stuff. <gasps> and it's like oh you lived in a kind of creepy ass house i did that my house that I was living in at this time, it was like over a hundred years old and had like a dirt basement and it was definitely interesting. So I think why... there's a reason why you did not go in the basement. Yeah. And so, and he was only like two at this point. So I'm like, oh, okay. But we have moved now and that hasn't happened anymore. So that's good, but that's still really freaky. Uh, yeah. What the hell is up with you? Okay. I'm watching this chat for the Lakers heat game and people are talking about, oh, so Whitney's chili sounds good right now. And other people are like, I like Arby's. And someone posted, I give all my money to Chick-fil-A because I love Jesus. Oh. Oh my God. (laughs) That means you want to laugh. Okay. Add that to the list of reasons I don't eat (laughs) Chick-fil-A. There's a lot. Okay. Sorry, okay. Your podcast here. I just couldn't have the last of that. Okay. All right, you're next. We can talk about your creepy kid. Well, what about him? I have been his creepy stories. Well, that's the only, I mean, other than the fact that when we lived, okay, I can tell some more creepy stories about the old house, I guess. Okay. Okay, there was that, that he said that. And then, okay, so one night, my dog in the middle of the night my not the dog i have now but my previous dog he just starts barking like going crazy we're talking to the point he ran through a sliding screen door like it was the summer so we were sleeping with the screen door open and he runs through it chasing something and like we got up when he started barking and we're like watching and we didn't see anything like he was chasing something and running but we couldn't see anything. Like, we don't know what he was chasing. But something got the dog's attention enough that it was important enough that he ran through a screen door. Oh, wow. Like, he ran just ran through s- a screen door. 
Yeah, because like I said, it was hot. It was the summer and we didn't have central air. So we had the screen door open and he just like he got up. He had just been laying by our bed and he just all of a sudden gets up and starts barking. And that's when we wake up, we sit up and we see him run through the screen door. And then obviously, you know, we go out there, but there's nothing out there. And we never saw anything. What? So something was in our yard that the dog felt was important enough to like get up and run through a screen door, but we don't know what it was. That's insane. So first off too, when we started, we haven't had anything for a while, but when we first lived here, um, kind of interesting. My son kept saying like, we'd like talk to himself downstairs. We're like, dude, what are you, are you talking to? And he's like, the girl. And I'm like, what girl? And he's like, the girl, like, she keeps asking if she can play with my toys. And I tell her no when she gets mad at me. Oh, okay. Yep, that's pretty weird. We haven't had it happen in a few years. It happened like the first year or so. Both my kids both said that there was a girl that was downstairs. Interesting. Dustin wonders if it's his sister because his sister is buried just right across the street from us. Yeah, that's... But... At the same time, you invite a demon or something that's pretending to be a kid and you allow them to, you know, play with your stuff or do something like that. Then you're inviting them into the home. And yeah, that is pretty weird. Okay, it's weird that it happened. It's almost weirder that like it doesn't happen anymore. Like it was just. No, it doesn't. It just happened for like a little bit and then it was done. Mine stopped because I moved. But yours. That's interesting kind of intriguing huh i don't even know it's also kind of intriguing that like okay so his sister she died in october and she got this like a little teeny tiny balloon like those little they're like that big helium balloons okay they're the little ones though that are just on the stick oh yeah 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 i've seen okay she's been dead for 17 years it's still full of helium those things can last forever sometimes although it is i mean out in if it's outside though i mean it's inside like and they keep it and they bring it you know they use it as their halloween decoration every year yeah but it's still alive that's pretty cool and what's kind of creepy is there was a balloon that was just floating mid-setter in dustin's parents um little kovasak there when we went up there one weekend for her birthday and yeah. it's just sitting there. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. And sometimes we'll be sitting at their house and um, we'll just be sitting there talking or whatever. And like the lights will just flicker on and off. Huh. And she was how old when she passed away? She was 15, but she had a mind of a five-year-old. Wow. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. No kidding. Kind of interesting. I have another spooky one, but okay. I don't know if I want to get into that. I guess we can. But That is up to you okay yeah so i was living in this i mean they're crappy apartments you know single mom trying to make Uh it work whatever we're living in these crappy apartments and um i am like all right well you know we'll just we'll just uh i mean crappy apartment but it was old but i kind of didn't have a choice uh so we're living in there and um kept the door open to my my room i always kept it open and like i would hear like this like noise like it would just say get out 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 in the middle oh, of the night great mm-hmm. and um one day i let one of my neighbors watch chris while they went to work and um my blinds were all open which was weird because i didn't do that and they they can see my house like they're on the top level. I'm on the bottom right here. So 
I'm on yeah. the bottom. They can see it. And like, oh, we thought you were home because looked like someone was moving in there. And um, like we saw that like your couch got moved and the blinds were all up and we thought someone was in there. And I was like, no. So I thought someone was in my house. Yeah. I go in there and there's no one in there. My whole couch is tipped over. What? Tipped over. How? My blinds are open. And that's not the craziest thing that happened in there. Um, One day I, I get home. And I'm like, I'm looking for my computer. I'm like, I cannot find my computer. I'm like, where the crap is my computer? And um, and I hear like a smell like a burning, like burning metal or something. My computer is in my oven. What? Okay, did you have like step siblings at this time? Were no. they like Well, I mean, I had step siblings, but no one else is living there but me. But me and Chris. The oh, oven's it was not after- even okay, I get on it. It was after Chris. Yeah. The oven's not even on and my laptop's on fire. And you didn't have a roommate or anything at that point. It was just you two. Mm-hmm. That is so weird. Yeah. And I would hear like, and I would see like this figure like in the, I mean, at that point too, I'd grab Chris and he was sleeping with me. Um, <laughs> But in, in the, in the hallway there, I could see like this figure it would tell me like every night to get out and then it would get like louder and, and like, um, and then it actually started like shaking my, um, my blinds and stuff. Yeah. It would shake my blinds and tell me to get out. How long did you live there? Um, only as long as I had to, I actually broke my lease. I didn't stay there for as long as I was supposed to. It was supposed to be a year. I think it was like four months. So uh, I could yeah. find somewhere else to go. Um, yeah, it was only like four months. Like that's as long as like till I could find, you know, because I mean it's a whole nother freaking deposit and all that other stuff. But yeah, I was like, I gotta get out of here. I get weird shit was happening. That is so weird. And yeah. And guess what? What? It was like four or five months after I moved out of there. Mm-hmm. That exact apartment caught on fire. Whoa. Were the people still in it? There were people living Jeez. there. Yeah. But it not only it started in the one that I used to live in and burned whole 16 apartments down. That And do they know the cause? I mean, they would probably just write it off as electrical or something, no matter what happened, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing it in the paper and stuff. I mean, yeah, on the news and stuff. I was like, jeez. It started in my old apartment a few months after I left. Well, good thing you broke that lease. Freaking. Normally, I'm not one to break my leases and stuff, but man, crazy stuff was happening uh, and I like yeah. complained about it and you know I was like there's something weird going on well and, and being being single with a young kid like that too yeah it's just like nope nope yep and I was like uh nope I felt that there was something just not right there <laughs> All right, guys. Well, if you have any creepy or crime or alien stories, like we said at the beginning, please email them to us at crimetheoriespodcast at gmail.com. You can always find us. We have a Patreon. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that fun stuff. You have a Twitter now too, don't you? Did you already say that? No, I don't think I said that. But yes, we do have Twitter. Not that I updated a lot, but we do. (laughs) I need to be better. But yeah, so there's all that. And as always, you should keep fucking going.
So spooky season is here. And that means that, you know what, you guys need to get on hunt a killer. It is a great way as temperatures are theoretically going to start cooling down to spend a little more time inside. Yeah, for sure. Well, what great way to, uh, you know, start up the spooky season by finding out your own little mystery. Um, it's mystery box that comes to you monthly and hunt a killer is just a great way uh, to help pass the time and get into that spooky season. So guys, um, use code theories and you guys can get 20% off, um, any of your mystery boxes. I'll go ahead and link it down below. So check it out. That's hunt a killer.